0: This is episode 388 for September 2015, and if you're a fan of this podcast, I'd appreciate your support, and making sure more episodes come out in the future, log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com, and look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal. And you can do exactly that, support this site, and help us pay the bandwidth costs and the monthly hosting costs that come with us every month. I just paid uh, a big bill this month, and that kind of hurt, so I'd appreciate your support to make sure more episodes come out in the future. All right, gang, on with the show. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our September Fight Club, and George, we're going back to June of 1967. We
1: are, Brad, uh, to a pleasant little tale called From the Depths of Defeat. That's a positive title, isn't it? There you go, we're going deep, deep. Trust deep. me, Spidey, I feel your pain. <laughs> and, um, and now, in the previous issue, in 48, you, you had the first uh, appearance of Blackie Drago, Brad. This is Amazing Spider-Man, 49, we're going to talk right. about. Right, uh, the previous yeah. issue... Uh, in forty eight, <laughs> you had the first yep. appearance of Blackie Draco. <laughs> of Blackie Draco. We, we just didn't say amazing. We were, well, what uh, did I say? If any, oh, n- neither one
0: of us said amazing, oh, so sorry. I just wanted, wanted to set it up so we know what issue um,
1: we're about. Of uh, the vulture uh, losing the mantle of, uh, of well, the vulture, um, to Black, to a new guy, to Blackie Draco. And this vulture doesn't vomit. No. He's just kind of a badass. He's a younger He virgin. is a badass because <laughs> in his first get-go... He yeah. manages to get the drop on Spidey and leave Spidey knocked out on top of a building. Exactly. That's where this issue starts. And so Spidey – and uh, Spidey's sprawled out in the snow. You know, he, he comes to. He's got the little bubbles around his head, you know, and he's, he's probably got another concussion. Dude, this, this guy should have a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> against, against villainy and all the people who've given him. a, a Yeah, criminal. he get, he gets smacked around every month. And and so while he's out in the cold, of course this is sixty seven, so people still assume that if you're out in the cold, you can get a cold, which is not accurate. Well, well you know, global warming back in the sixties it was colder, right? right. <laughs> Dude, that's true though, because like I remember back yep. when I graduated high school, I, every other month, in Time magazine was talking about how global cooling was going to kill us all. When that <laughs> when it turned out that that they couldn't make a profit off of that. They switched it over to global warming and turned it into a cottage industry. Side, side note. Side go note, ahead. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so Spidey goes home and just crawls into bed, yep. you know. But meanwhile, the Kingpin is watching the, or not the Kingpin. The Kingpin makes his first appearance in the next issue. C- C- Kingpin's getting ready right, for is issue like, fifty. While yeah. Kingpin's in his gym getting swole. Um, <laughs> Raven is watching the TV. Which is talking about, you know, uh, the vulture and how the vo- the new vulture and how the vulture just took out Spidey. And so Craven just goes completely apeshit. Because Craven's like, look, I'm the first one that beat him, I'm superior to everything else. And then to prove it, Craven fights a goddamn tiger. Because comics because comics and because Craven.
0: Is Craven when I read that, I'm like, is Craven really the
1: first guy to take out Spider Man? I think Doctor Octopus was. Yeah, number three. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Doc, Doc. But in Craven's mind, yeah. But in Craven's <laughs> twisted mind, uh, he's yeah. the only one who gets to he he who gets to defeat Spider-Man. Right. So he kicks the crap out of a tiger <laughs> just to prove he's you know he's awesome and he's Craven, and yeah. uh, and then the tiger kind of slinks away and, and, and Craven is swearing he's going to prove that he's the uh, the most craveny of the Cravens. Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of Well, at, at this time there was only the, only the one. Well, I guess mm-hmm. technically at this time there were two. Because yeah. it was him and chameleon. <laughs> um, so I mean, black. So Craven can ready for a big fight by kicking a tigers ass. Right. That, that's how. Yeah. That's how. That's his prep work. Yeah, he doesn't study <laughs> his opponent. He's just like, you know what? I need to get. I need to get ready for this fight. I think I'll whoop a tiger. Now some guys go to the gym. He goes to the zoo. <laughs> now Brad, I'm from Texas and I'm tough. Yeah. I couldn't beat. A, okay. I couldn't beat a tiger. I could, I could whoop a cheetah. And that's been proven <laughs> by science. I could whoop me a cheetah. But I, I mean, Chester Cheetah. But I could never, ever <laughs> take out a tiger. It's just too much. So Blackie Drago is wreaking hell all over the city, and at one point he even attacks a helicopter. You know, and he's like, "Dude, there's nobody that can stop me. I'm the vulture." And I'm like, "Well, it doesn't really go as far as you think, there, pal. <laughs> let's, let's dial it down a notch. You can fly." That's the ex- so the, huh?
0: So these two guys are getting ready for the fight. Craven with the tiger, uh, Draco with a helicopter.
1: Right. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Basically, what he does is kicks it underneath, you know, from the underneath and kind of scares the people inside. You know, he's trying to get a suitcase actually um, from one of the guys uh, on the on the uh, on the helicopter. And so they, they just they, they just throw it out. They just I'm throw done. it out. They're like, you know what, deal <laughs> with this. You know, we're not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to have the whole helicopter go down. So then he flies off with with his loot, you know, <laughs> and uh, all this while Peter's recuperating in bed, you know, just kick back, whatever, you know, while uh, while uh, Harry and Gwen and Mary Jane and the kids, you know, they're all partying and stuff and you know being swinging and single in the back in the uh, in the late sixties. Um, but meanwhile, out in the real world, while Peter rests. <laughs> Craven and Drago get into and get into a fight of their own. This there's so many damn fights in this thing. With the villains, not Spidey, he's just chilling in bed. But uh, but they fight each other, and Craven yeah. winds up uh, swinging on like a line and, and grabbing Drago's foot and then dragging him in. And then Blackie hits him with a wing. And then I mean they go they go toe to toe. And then finally the two of them crash to a giant window.
0: Yep.
1: And at this point. Uh Peter can hear it on his radio on his little transistor radio which dates the comic very much <laughs> looks like a giant lunchbox It does look like a giant lunchbox <laughs> And um it's like it's like surplus World War 2 this is what they the <laughs> it does. army So yep. um so Peter hears that Vulture and Craven are fighting he's like well you know there's ass to kicks so I guess I better get out of bed uh, yep. I guess I'm over whatever this cold is and uh, and so he decides to go out and find them. Well, they're still fighting inside. Uh, it's like a like a like kind of a tropical aviary, kind yeah. of thing that they're that Craven and uh, Drago manage to uh, uh, to crash like the skylight they they crash through. It's like a, I, I like the confidence of a sick spider Spider-Man. He, one of the uh, word balloons says,
0: "I've got the speed and the skill and the strength to come out on top in any ball game." Right.
1: You know. Yeah, he's he's ready. I'm, he's like two. Well, of them? it's yeah. Kraven and Drago and or a Vulture, so he could probably he could probably have an injured arm and still win, right? Because um, he's taking the X Men with an injured arm. Um, <laughs> so he finds the two of them fighting, and as soon as he sees them fighting, you know he, he webs himself down and he starts he starts quipping from the get go. Yep. you know he's like, hey, great fight, fellas! I'm sure uh, I'm sure glad I got a ringside seat. Uh, you know when when what he should have done is just dropped in and start beating ass. <laughs> you know while they're now you know now Batman would have done that. Spider Man he needs some quippage and then ass kicking. begins. Yeah, Batman's not going to drop in and say great thing I got a ringside seat. Batman's first first <laughs> comment is going to be a fist to the face. <laughs> you know in and in a boot to the solar plexus. Right, right. You no, know, but right. Spidey drops in, Spidey's so he's like, "Hey, I got a ringside seat." And then, you know, so finally, okay, this this finally stops Craven and Drago from beating on one another. Yeah. You know, and they they turn their attention on Spidey. But then they start competing between the two over who's going to get to hit him first. Idiots. Idiots, right? This is why I always say, man, this this is why a lot of times why Spidey is able to take on multiple people. You know, because A, they're getting in the way and and this happens a little bit here. Or, or, B, there, there's so much infighting. You know, yes. even with the Sinister Six, there's always some sort of infighting of some kind. Yeah. So they're never focused enough. So, so Spidey takes advantage over, you know, the two of them are wondering, okay, you know, they're, they're battling back and forth over who's going to get to hit Spidey first. So Spidey just swings in and hits both of them first at the same time. Love that panel where he's forget- with the sound effect on the vulture, Thawk yes. and Baton. Yes, on, it's, crazy. We should mention, again, these are great John Romita fights. Oh, yeah. Jazzy Johnny Romita fights when Spider-Man was known to beat ass. He's moving. When Spider-Man would go toe-to-toe against people and just trade blow after blow. Here he hits them both. Craven gets a left. Drago gets a right. And they're both looking like, like you know, what just happened? WTF just happened to us. Right? Yep. yep. So, um, Spidey kind of sweeps to the side to try to get, you know, a little uh, a little movement on him, you know, jump winds up jumping over Craven, winds up jumping over over Vulture. Craven launches himself through the air at Spider-Man, saying Mighty Craven will grind you into dust. <laughs> and then immediately Spidey kicks him and sends him flying. With the caption of don't
0: count on it, sweetie. Uh Spider-Man don't grind that easy. I love that. <laughs> Look at that
1: trash talk, right? Yep. So, as soon as he does that, the vulture swoops in and tries to start some some shenanigans. But then Spidey grabs him by the wing and flips him over onto the ground with a giant thump. And Drago's like, "Dude, what happened? You know what's happening to me? I'm the vulture for all of 2 days. You know this I can't go out like this. <laughs> I'm badass. Did right? you get the memo?" So, um next thing you know, Craven uses that to his advantage. Spidey's spider sense is going off, but it's not fast enough because Craven Gets him like in a half Nelson, yeah. And then Vulture comes swooping in and punches Spidey in the face while while you know while Craven's got him kind of you know kind of held. They're kind of they first panel they've worked as they're a team. finally teaming up, right? And there you and, go. And this it, it turns out it would be one of the last. Yeah. <laughs> so then Spidey knees or not knees, but elbows Craven back in the ribs real hard, like. Yeah. Then turns around and gives him a right cross to the face. He loves hitting Craven in the face, yep. right? And, um, and you know that takes Craven down for a minute. Vulture tries to swoop back in. Craven though tries to beat Vulture to the punch and you know tries to zap him with those lion eyes on his vest, which he you know, his mag his. Uh, his Why have I never ray? known he
0: had he had rays on his vest? He, he doesn't
1: really use it all that much.
0: It looks like giant. Things are coming out of. I don't his even nipples. think that he's. I, I don't know that it's he's really
1: odd. I don't know that he's used it out of the nineteen seventies, to be honest. I,
0: yeah, I, I don't remember
1: his nipple rays. Yeah, his nipple, his nipple beams. It's totally nipple rays. But again, this is this is one of these situations. Like I said earlier, where we find that when Spidey's fighting multiple opponents, he can often turn them against one another or turn their powers against one another. Spidey's too quick. He dodges the beams, and it hits Drago square on. And Vulture is down. Vulture goes down. Spidey is on top of Craven. He's on him like white on rice, Brad. (laughs) And what kind of rice does uh, Spider-Man like to eat? Uncle Ben's. There you go. (laughs) Uh, God almighty, I apologize. uh, I'm sorry. So so Spidey... It's almost like we planned that one. That was pretty good. Oh my god. I him up and I knock him down,
0: yeah, I, baby, it's I, and like, I hide
1: my face in shame.
0: We're like on a bowling team.
1: <laughs> so, um, Spidey went. You know, so he's he's kind of he's kind of got Craven like a weird cold. He's you know he's kind of keeping him pinned back by pushing up against his chin, and he rips off the little uh, the little you know rays the little nipple rays off of uh, Craven's suit. If you look at it, if, it kind of looks like chest hair, too. <laughs> it looks like some, like some bad bondage is going on here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it looks like what's going down. Okay? Chest hairs and wires are coming off of Craven's chest. Oh, I know, right? And, and with Craven saying, you fool, you can't shatter my weapon? That sounds bad. And uh, can't overcome my strength. Well, yeah, and Spidey's like, I've been doing that all day, Jack. Where have you been? <laughs>
0: you, know, are you, you,
1: you may have not gotten the memo, but I've read the memo, and I'm whipping yeah. your ass right now. Whose name's on the cover, Bianch. Exactly. <laughs> so he, he manages to kick Spidey off of him yeah. and get a little distance between them. And then he charges Spidey, tries to hit Spidey, and Spidey you know, just nails him right. I mean, just knocks the air out of him. I mean, leaves, leaves Craven staggered yep. to the point where Craven can barely even move. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just standing there, and then finally he starts to sway, and then he's down for the count with a, with a mighty thump. And Spidey says, Get the message, Jungle Man, and then Craven hits the ground and Spidey says, Yeah, he got the message. Yeah.
0: Bam. And he, he says, I uh what is he, he references his fight with the Hulk? Which we've done the, that on Fight Club before. He says to Krim, uh because in case you didn't know it, I just whooped you with the same kind of whoop that once staggered the
1: Hulk. That's right. With a little,
0: little, little asterisk that says, uh, see Spider Man annual number, number annual number
1: Three, my favorite yeah. comic of all time, the only one I did not sell. There you go. So, um,. Spidey, Spidey's webbed up Craven and Drago. he's got their hands you know tied up behind him, and he's webbed them all over, and he's taking pictures of them. It's, it, he's, he's doing a 1967 selfie. It is a very <laughs> ignominious moment for these two villains. you know.
0: I just see him doing a selfie with them
1: tonight, right? and then he gets home and then finds out, "No, I'm still sick, you know, <laughs> uh, or he has to act like he's still sick for Aunt May, rather. Because Aunt May has gone and got the doctor to come in and check on Peter and make sure Peter's okay, you know. because as he comes in from the fight and gets in bed and oh look, I'm sick again. He's like Ferris Bueller, you know.
0: <laughs> and this, in '67, the doctor came to you, right?
1: <laughs> you know, you could have, back then you had family doctors who would come and visit you not, not And
0: I, if you look at the panel of the doctor, when I, I read it recently, in preparation of this That doc looks like Cesar Romero, the Joker from Batman He does look he like sick. Cesar Romero Doesn't <laughs> he look like a Cesar Romero doctor? I was, because I forget if this doctor ever comes back, I'm like, he looks villainous
1: He looks very, like he's up to something I was playing online trivia, or online, yeah. there's a game of mustaches so <laughs> you hold the mustache it's like a little cardboard mustache cutouts and you yeah. hold them up to your face and then you have to give the other person clues as to who you are it could be anybody in history from serial killers to celebrities and and so i was playing it we were playing uh, on Skype you know and we were we were actually like watching each other yeah and uh well, I say we were playing. I, I wasn't the one with the game. She was, and she was like, I want to see if you can figure some of these out. And I was like, okay. So she's holding all these things up to her, and then finally she holds one up, and it's kind of wide. And, uh, and she says, okay, do you know this one already? Because she's reading the back of the card, and I'm like, no, I don't know that one already because I, I can't ident- – the only mustache I was able to instantly identify was Weird Al. <laughs> and…
0: Not, you didn't recognize Burt Reynolds or, it, or Tom Selleck? No, we didn't, we didn't get
1: those. She was pulling randomly okay. from a deck, and we only we were only doing it for about ten minutes. And so she reads the card, and then I realize it's the it's the the answer is the Joker. Yeah. And and I'm like, wait a minute, the Joker didn't have a mustache, and she was like, yeah, that doesn't make much sense, the Joker having a mustache. And she goes, "Okay, well, let me read the card." And then it hit me. Before she read the card, I was like, "Wait a minute. Cesar Romero." Right, he covered Cesar up. Cesar Romero mustache. refused to shave his mustache, so we had him paint yep. over the mustache. and so We had a white mustache. Yep. And and so she, you know, <laughs> and she read the card and she was like, "Son of a bitch. How do you know all yep. this?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm pretty good." Comics, I'm pretty good as it turns out. You know, and um so yeah, that's I just thought I'd throw that in there as a little bit of trivia since we were saying the doctor looks like Cesar Romero. Right. A C- couple
0: things before we wrap up this fight. Before before we announce the winner, I was reading this... Uh, Do we need to announce my... the winner? Well, well, it was, well, break it down for me. I mean, it would not even... Do we quote, really need I mean, to
1: announce the winner? Yeah, it's... It's, it's an uh, easy decision. Let me check with the judges. Yeah, the judges say fighty. Okay. okay, we can move on with new <laughs> business. <laughs> okay. This was a one-sided
0: ass-whooping, dude. <laughs> I know. It, well, the reason they lost, A, they didn't work together. They didn't work together. They worked together he, in exactly one panel... Exactly. The one panel, two. They were
1: overconfident. Oh God, yes. Drake, I mean, they did. They didn't suspect Spider-Man had this much ass kicking in him.
0: Yeah, half a stick. It, it's yeah. like
1: Blackie Drago got the costume and was like, "Screw it, I'm taking down Doctor Doom next." <laughs> you know, after he whooped a helicopter, he was like, "Bring it on, Fantastic Four.
0: Now, uh, do you think if they worked together, they would probably have a better no, shot? They I mean, would have still got their asses whooped. Okay. Not not as quickly it's though. Spider-Man, I mean, this could have been two <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple things. Uh, I'm reading this from uh, Marvel Tales, uh, number 189, published in 1986. And I haven't pulled this out since 1986. Ow. And did, did, in Texas, did they have venture stores? Uh-uh. I guess it's a Midwest thing. Venture stores have gone out of business. They were bought up by Kmart's. And uh, there were some comics that uh, venture stocked. That uh, other, like gas stations and other places I used to frequent. I didn't like to buy comics from Venture because uh, they, they had a, a person that worked in the, uh, the magazine section who was not a genius. <laughs> they, clear, clearly on the cover of the comic book it says the price. And in case the the person selling you the book at the cash register didn't know what the price is, there's also a barcode that you could scan, which would tell you this book cost, well, in 1986, 75 cents. But um, the Venture Store, if I wanted to get this book, which I obviously did, uh, I had to buy it at Venture, because that was the only place I could. So the person in the book section thought it'd be a great idea to put Venture Stickers, on the front of the comic book, so the trick to venture comics for me, you, you had to get them fairly quickly, like that Wednesday that they were put on the on the shelf or whatever. That way, the sticker hadn't sealed that to the to the cover long enough. Yeah. But if the comic have been on the rack for a while, you're you're screwed. You're, you're, co- you're screwed. You've got and it, and I'm looking at the my, page. It's part of the page, and I'm looking at this cover, and I've got a Venture sticker on it. and I didn't peel it off. Do you think uh, 29 years later this thing will pull, peel off? Let's see. No.
1: Ooh, I'm not going to yeah, finish no, that. No.
0: That looks rough. <laughs> even,
1: Brad, it, even though it's a Marvel Tales, you don't want to risk it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And another thing I found interesting, in the back of this Marvel Tales, there is a nice house ad uh, advertising the next issue of Marvel Tales, which is 190, which is a Spider-Man classic, which is uh, reprints Amazing Spider-Man 50. The house ad says, the year was 1967. LBJ was our president. The Beatles released Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The Apollo space program began. Miniskirts were out. Maxis... Skirts were in. Chet Huntley and David Brinkley split up, and Stanley wrote his 50th issue of The Amazing Spider Man. <clears throat> and He pulled out all the stops. By Stanley and John Romita J- Sr., the very best of the very best. Next issue, look for Marvel Tales 190 on sale in May. And on the, on the other page, they reprinted the original um, uh, letters page and also had a new uh, little uh, views from the 10th floor. Adam Blostein was evidently the editor of Marvel Tales back in the day. And he was like, man, I'm going to buy uh, – I long since sold my copy of Amazing Spider-Man 50. Uh, my mom sold it at a garage sale, and I never got it back. But I'm going to buy ten copies of Marvel Tales 190 just <laughs> so I can have the reprint.
1: <laughs>
0: and in, in the back uh, – I, I, I like to talk about ads every now and then. On the back, I like to talk about uh, the ads every time. I love
1: I love comic book you ads. I've always
0: have. Uh, on the back uh, page, uh, you've got an ad for Star Comics with Top Dog, The Ewoks, and Care Bears. And on the very back page, you've got an ad for Power Pack and The Amazing Spider Man with tips on ways to prevent sexual abuse.
1: And Wait, I, I never mailed... growled at that. That's incorrect. I must have one of my <laughs> thanks, but that's not right. No, that oh, you don't want to do that. No, that's I? I'm a monster. You are an I'm asshole. I'm a goddamn well, monster.
0: I didn't. I didn't mail off for this. But isn't that the one where Peter
1: was abused by a guy that yeah, looks like Uncle Peter? Yeah,
0: I think that's yeah. that one. Yeah. Which that's I good.
1: which I read once, and then I was like, I shan't ever think of this again. I yeah,
0: no, I don't. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right yeah, right. I was like,
0: this is. I like, <laughs> we're never doing that one for Fight Club. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's the power. of no. Spider Man no, sexual
1: abuse. No. Oh, that's awful! All well, right, good fight, yeah, great, sir. Great fight this month. Great, great fight, and uh, Blackie Drago would soon be forgotten like a forgotten like a bad fart. Well, actually,
0: you know, I pulled it up on Wikipedia. Uh, the two, uh, the next appearance of Blackie was back in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 63. He teamed up with Toons when escaping from prison. Uh, but that was merely so Toombs could prove himself the true vulture once again. Once free, he subsequently defeated and humiliated Toombs, who regained the recognition he deserved. A humbled Blackie was taken away by police, bowing, "Quote, I'm through. I'll never put these wings on again." And the next time, according to Wikipedia, you see Blackie Draco is in Marvel Knights Spider-Man number 10. <laughs> What was that? That was like the 2000s yeah, or something?
1: Yeah, it was like 2004 or whatever.
0: It, it says he was seen in the same prison that Norman Osborn was incarcerated in during the Sinister 12 storyline. So, there you go. There you go. Okay, well, there you go. All right. He, he goes
1: from the 60s to the
0: 2000s with being in prison. <laughs> That's a long damn sentence. Wow. Son. Other guys are breaking out like every other week. Yeah, poor Blackie Draco. Wow. I put on the suit once. Forty years?
1: I mean, <laughs> I like this. I didn't even really do anything all that bad. I just stole a little briefcase full of something from the helicopter. Exactly. Man. Oh my God, hey, Mr. Slaughter,
0: whoever, if you're listening, Draco, he's come Well, actually, Mr. Slaughter, I, I want somebody else to write that, Blackie Draco, to come back. Right. That's funny. All right, man, that's a good one.